0: Hello, welcome to Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Got some basketball news for you. First things first, for the Celtics, got some good news. Gordon Hayward is already out of his boots only two months after his surgery. That's good news. Things are definitely looking up for him. I hope he gets back as soon as possible. I'd love to see him back on the court. Paul George was booed viciously in Indiana last night. I mean, viciously. Well, not last night. Two nights ago. Um, But seriously, he was booed really, really hard. Like, the second the dude touched the ball, the entire arena, like, turned on. It was like, boo! There were people wearing his jersey booing him. Uh, It was hilarious. I actually thought... They booed him into a bad night, too. He kept losing the ball. Like, he couldn't hold on to the ball. Like, he struggled playing because he was being booed so much. I mean, it it was just the biggest showing of hatred for one player. I don't know if he necessarily deserved that. I think he deserved to be booed at the beginning but to be booed the whole game I think it was a little over the top. But what are you going to do? Pacers fans they're tough basketball fans and they love their Pacers. So he got booed. Now we're moving on. Joel Embiid had a couple of fun jabs to throw a cat last night. He posted a picture of him doing an easy layup while Carl Anthony Towns looked up at him And he captioned the photo with this. Euro stepping our way through Minnesota, and we ended up raising the cat last night. Hashtag the process. Now, I have no idea what that means. He didn't spell cat like Carl Anthony Towns. He spelled cat, C-A-T. What cat are you raising? That, That doesn't make any sense to me. And Carl Anthony Towns promptly responded, That caption is almost as bad as your picture quality. And Joel Embiid, being the troll that he is, responded, it's better quality than your defense. So, fun things going on, the trolling. Trowell Embiid is what he calls himself. I think he's the personality that we need to really tie in the NBA at this point. He's fun to watch on the court and off the court. Now, here's a topic I really want to get into. Who has a brighter future? The Knicks or the Lakers? Now, the Knicks and the Lakers played two nights ago, and the Knicks won. But, here's the big thing. With Christos Porzingis, Frank Ntilikina, Tim Radaway Jr., Willie Hernan Gomez, even though he doesn't get any playing time for the Knicks, who are all very good players, and if Ennis Cantor resides, he fits the timeline perfectly, and is an excellent center. Then you have for the Lakers, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle, and Brook Lopez. Who has the brighter future? Now I'm going to measure this by who would be better in three to f- three years from now. So three years from now, Tim Ardaway Jr., I project, likely being an All-Star. Tristos Porzingis will have been a three-time All-Star. Four-time All-Star, because he'll be an All-Star this year. Franklin Laquina will be an elite lockdown defender. An all-first defensive team player. Lead the league in steals. And be a 15-18 to point scorer per game. He's already averaging 10 right now. I don't think he'll be a, he could be a 20-point scorer. I don't know if it'll happen, but I think maybe 18 points is probably right. 18 points is probably just the right amount. Now, Alonzo Ball, I project him being a very good pass for his point guard. Not really much of a score. If he gets that jump shot to start falling, maybe he could be a score, probably around 18, 19 points per game. He'll probably be a triple-double machine. Brandon Ingram will be like a Kevin Durant-type player. Probably be an all-star. Jordan Clarkson would probably be traded. Brook Lopez... Whatever. He's, he's Brook Lopez. Julius Randle would probably bring good trade value. I mean, if you have to think about it, i give it to the Knicks. Both have a lot of upside in the coming years, but I'm going to give it to the Knicks just because Christoph Porzingis, in his third year, has already proven that he's one of the best in the league and is only going to get better from here. Personally, I think he'll be the face of the NBA soon. That's just me. So, Knicks take this one. When we come back, Got a couple other topics for you. Lots two of games and tonight's matchups. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. This is Sports Corner. Stay tuned for more. Hello. Thank you for tuning in to the second segment of Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Let's get into our next topic. So, many people have come up saying, who is the best big man in the league? Right now, in my opinion, it's between three people. For center. Power Forward, is a different story. This is what I'm going to cover today. But for center, I still got to give it to DeMarcus Cousins, Joel Embiid, and Cat really good centers, but I gotta give it to DeMarcus Cousins because he's just a monster boogie can get things done on the court and minus, if you took away his technical fouls, like, he, he he's unstoppable, like, that's the only way you beat boogies, if he gets thrown off the court now, for power forward though right now, it's between two people, in my opinion be Christos Porzingis and the brow Anthony Davis so it's unicorn versus eyebrow who wins this? Well, let's take a look at some stats. For Christoph Sportsingis, right now, he's averaging 25.5 points per game, 6.6 rebounds per game, 1.3 assists per game, 0.6 steals per game, 2.1 blocks per game, 46.5% field goal percentage, he's averaging 39.8% from 3-point, and he averages 84.8 free throw percentage. Now, those are really, really good numbers. They I got AD down here with... 25.1 points per game, 10.6 rebounds per game, 2.6 assists, 1.1 steals per game, 1.9 blocks per game, 57 field goal percentage, 35.7 three point percentage, and 79.3 free throw percentage. Now, when you look at that, I have I have I have defense for uh, KP's field goal percentage right here. In KP's case, he is the number one option on the New York Knicks. He does not share. He doesn't need to share the ball with anyone else. There's no other superstar on that team that gets the ball. Right? They write up plays for KP. Now on the Pelicans, they write up plays for AD and Boogie. So he doesn't have to take as many shots. All these shots go through KP. KP's had more 30-point games this season. He averages more points per game. He doesn't average as many rebounds because he has a ton of centers on his team. And I mean a ton. He has Joakim Noah, Kyle O'Quinn, and then his Canter. So, obviously, he's not going to get as many rebounds. Right? So, but you got to give AD that. He does average a double-double, which isn't easy. And he averages more assists a game, per game, but honestly, for a big man, assists don't really matter as much. You're, you're there to score. That's what you're kind of there to do. You're not a playmaker. That's guard play. Um, steals per game. KP is more of a paint defender. He's a better paint defender, in fact. One of the block leaders. So, I mean, Porzingis had five blocks in a game. I mean, he made NBA history a little while ago. And he's had more 30-point games. And he had a 40-point game as well. So, while Anthony Davis is great, I think Kristaps Porzingis has surpassed him. I think he has. All, all, all respect to Anthony Davis. He's a phenomenal player. I, he's a great player to build a team around. But I think Kristaps beats him just because he's just better in different areas. Like he takes mid-range shots that like contested over people. Like he'll he'll like slide in between two people and like throw up a little shot and hit it. Like he's just he's just nice in those areas where he's more refined in certain areas where AD. Is a bit is very good in those areas as well, but sometimes isn't as good as a shooter in certain cases. Like he can't pull the mid range quite like KP can, and his three point shooting percentage isn't as good as KP's. I mean, KP's basically shooting 40%. He's he's seven feet tall and he's shooting 40% from behind the line. Like 39.8% three point shooting percentage that rounds up to 40%. Right, he shoots 40% from behind the line. AD only shooting 35, which is still really good, especially when you're seven feet tall. But 40% is excellent, and he's 7'3", with a 7'3 wingspan. So, I got to give this one to KP. I think KP surpassed him, and it's not biased because I'm a Knicks fan. For a while, I would, like all all the beginning of the year, even when KP was on that big run of all those really hot games where he was one of the top scorers in the NBA, averaging over 30 points a game, I still thought AD was better. But I think now he surpassed him just on pure talent, and ability. That's just me. Let me get back. Talk about games from two nights ago, last night's games, and tonight's matchups. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Thank you for tuning in. See you in a bit. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the third segment of Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Let's get into the top players from last night, shall we? Lou Williams, bringing the Clippers over the Magic. I'm going to stop sleeping on the Clippers, okay? Lou Williams is good. All right, 31 points in that win. Courtney Lee, after KP uh, went down with knee soreness, after bumping knees with one of the Nets players, scored 18 points in the second half, 27 points on the night, bringing the Knicks over the Nets in the Crosstown rivalry. Nikola Mirotic, obviously a top player, Bulls haven't lost a game since he's returned, had 29 points and 9 rebounds, he's been on fire, and the Bulls have won 4 games straight. I mean, people are sleeping on the Bulls right now. I think they're actually going to become very good once Zach Levine gets back. Like, they won't be at the bottom of the power rankings. Like, they're going to bump up. I- I'm telling you. I'm-, I'm telling you now. You heard it here first. You heard it from me. You could quote me on that. Bulls will get better once Zach Levine gets back. Because they have a really good young nucleus of players to build around and to play with. All right, first game from two nights ago. Thunder versus Pacers. Thunder win it in a really ugly win. 195 Carmelo had 12 points, Paul George had 12 points, and Russell Westbrook had a triple double but only had scored 10 points. Right now, they are leading the NBA in worst field goal percentage with 25 shooting, 25% shooting from the field. It's, it's pathetic, but they got the win, that's all that matters. I, I I just it's hard watching the Thunder. I'm gonna watch them again tonight, likely, but uh, it's just so hard to watch them now. Steven Adams though. Core is coming through, the only person who really contributes on that team, with 23 points, 13 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block, and 11 of 16 shooting. Victor Oladipo had 19 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals on 9 of 26 shooting. Pushed into an off game by the tenacious defender, Andre Roberson. Clippers versus Magic. Clippers win it 106 to 95. Lou Williams, 31 points, 3 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 steal, 11 of 22 shooting. Mario Hazonia with 17 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks on 6 of 11 shooting. Moving on, we have the Grizzlies versus the Wizards. Wizards win this one, 93 to 87. Andrew Harrison with 20 points, three rebounds, seven assists, one steal, on 6 of 9 shooting for the Grizzlies. Yeah, Bradley Beal with 18 points, four rebounds, seven assists, one steal, on 6 of 14 shooting for the Wizards. Nuggets versus C's. For those of you who don't really follow basketball, just tuning in, that's the Celtics. 18 to 124 Celtics. Gary Harris with a phenomenal game, but it wasn't enough. 36 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, on 16 25 shooting. Kyrie Irving, 33 points, 1 rebound, 7 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, on 12 19 shooting. Trailblazers versus Heat. Trailblazers finally, finally break their 5 game losing streak. Beating the Heat 102 to 95. CJ McCollum with 28 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, on 9 16 shooting. Wayne Ellington had himself a night with 24 points, 4 rebounds, 2 steals, 1 blocks, on 8 of 11 shooting. Jazz versus Chicago. See, they beat the Jazz. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but it's crazy. And this is the game that happened for some of the people on the team. One hundred to one hundred and three, Chicago. Donovan Mitchell, the Rook, dropped thirty-two points, three rebounds, six assists, two steals, one block on fifteen to twenty-six shooting. He stuffed that staff sheet, and it wasn't enough. The Bulls still won. Nikola Mirotic with 39 points, three rebounds, two steals on eleven of eighteen shooting. People are sleeping on the Bulls, man. I don't even like the Bulls. But that, something special is going to happen there soon. I guarantee it. Bucks versus Pelicans. Pelicans win it. I, I'm not picking the Bucks against the Pelicans anymore. For some reason, the Pelicans have the Bucks number. They can't beat them. Pelicans win at 115 to 108. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, with 32 points, nine rebounds, four assists, five steals, one block on 13 to 24 shooting. DeMarcus Cousins at 26 points, 13 rebounds, seven assists, one block on 10 to 16 shooting. Raptors versus Suns. No surprise here. Raptors win at 115 to 109. Demar Derozan, though, with a big game, 37 points, seven rebounds, four assists, 12 of 24 shooting. No Devin Booker, but Troy Daniels stepping up. He averages 7.5 points per game, but he blew up last night at 32 points, three rebounds, one block, 11 of 16 shooting. I see more playing time in his future after that game. Hornets versus Rockets. Rockets win their 10th straight and our go no 11th straight. I'm sorry and are going for their 12th tonight. Beating the, beating the Hornets 96-108. Dwight Howard had 26 points, 18 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 blocks, a 9-20 shooting. Chris Paul had himself a night. CP3 with 31 points, 7 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals, on 10-18 shooting. That's all for this segment. Let me get back we're going to talk about last night's game. Last night's game and tonight's matchups. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. This is Sports Corner. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for more. See you in a bit. Hello and thank you for tuning in to the fourth segment of Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike Day. Let's get into last night's game, shall we? Pistons versus Hawks. Pistons finally snapped their seven-game losing streak, beating the Hawks 105-91. Tobias Harris led the way with 19 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 8 of 11 shooting. Arsene Ilyasova had 23 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, on 10 of 14 shooting for the Hawks. Knicks versus Nets. Knicks proving they the more superior New York team in the crosstown rivalry winning 111-104 without KP throughout the second half. Courtney Lee had 27 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals on 9-17 shooting. Spencer Dinwiddie with 26 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal, 1 block on 9-17 shooting for the Brooklyn Nets. Lakers versus Cavs. Cavs win this one. So LeVar was quite quiet, thank God. Um, Cavs win this one, 121-112. to Brandon Ingram. 26 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal on 10 of 15 shooting. Now, LeBron James was not the top scorer of this game, but I had to give it to him because he had a triple-double, and it was a good triple-double. It was actually Kevin Love who led the way with 28 points. But LeBron James had 25 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 8 of 18, and a chat with Lonzo after the game, telling him to be aggressive, keep playing your game, keep getting that shot up, and just block out all the BS that you have to hear from the media and stuff. That's what he told him. Uh, I heard audio of it from ESPN. So it might be fake news, we never know. Kings versus Timberwolves. 96 to 19. Timberwolves win it. George Hill with 16 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists on 5 and 9 shooting. Darren Fox has just been very quiet lately. And I don't know why he had 2 points in the last game. I don't know what's happened to him. I don't know if they're just not giving him playing time or something or but he's just he's been doing nothing. No more highlights, nothing for him. I don't know. I mean, he should have been starting in my opinion. But that's just me. Mavericks versus Warriors. Dubs win this one, 97 to 112. Dirk Davitsky with 18 points, nine rebounds, two assists on 6 of 13 shooting. Kevin Durant had 36 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists, two blocks on 15 of 23 shooting. Almost following suit of the King, with a du- with, he had a double double, almost had a triple double, three assists shy. Let's talk about last night's mat tonight's matchups. I'm sorry, tonight's matchups. We got the Heat versus the Hornets. Gonna give this one to the Heat. Hornets have been struggling a lot. Like a lot, they're 10 and 17. While the Heat are 13 and 14, they're about to hit 500 basketball. Hornets struggle against the Heat. They got the Hornets number. I don't know why, but they do. Pistons versus Pacers. They might have snapped their losing streak, so they have a little momentum coming into this game. But I think the Pacers are the better team, so I'm giving this one to the Pacers. Trailblazers versus Magic. Not really much debate here. Trailblazers win this one easy. Thunder versus 76ers. Giving this one to the 76ers. It's, it's not there's not much to debate about here. Okay, so, 76ers. Obviously the better team. Talent-wise, no. Record-wise and play-wise, yes. Clippers versus Wizards. Now, Lou Williams pulled out a couple crazy wins, but I don't think they're going to beat the Wizards again. They beat the Wizards one time, and I don't think they're going to do it again. I really don't. I'm convinced that they're not going to beat the Wizards again. Wizards are going to win this one. Guaranteed. Jazz versus Celtics. Given this one to the Celtics, Jazz have cooled off. okay. So their above-expectation play is now, it's now over. Nets versus Raptors. Going to give this one to the Raptors. Definitely, Nets are still struggling, even though they have been playing well, and they did find a way to beat the Wizards last, uh, two nights ago, I still don't think, three nights ago, I'm sorry, they beat the Wizards three nights ago, still don't think they're going to beat the Raptors. Hawks versus Grizzlies. I'm going to give this one to the Hawks, I just think they're a slightly better team, with Dennis Schroeder, you have Zach Collins back now, I just think they're the better team, Grizzlies have just been a complete disarray this entire season, it's just been, they've just been a waste of space in the NBA. Bulls versus Bucks. Now, Bulls are red hat coming in this game, of a four-game winning streak. I think it ends tonight, though. I don't think Giannis is going to lose to the Bulls. I just don't. And Chris Middleton, Giannis, Eric Bledsoe, this is not going to happen. It's just not happening. Not happening. That's just what it is. Uh, you got the Pelicans versus the Nuggets. Giving us one of the Pelicans after beating the Bucks last night. They're definitely going to beat the Nuggets. Nuggets are nothing compared to the Bucks. I don't think they can stop AD or Boogie, so I'm giving this one to the Pelicans. The Spurs versus Rockets. Now, even with Kawhi back, I'm giving this to the Rockets. Why? Because I don't think that the Spurs can keep up with the Rockets shooting. I don't. They lead the league in threes. They average almost 50 three-pointers a game. Second, Nets. Third, Warriors. They lead the league in 3 attempts, And they lead the league in three-pointers. Main. It's just that simple. Rockets going to win this one. They're going to win 12 straight. That's all for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in to Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Catch you next time.